the alleged breach of biosecurity protocols. It's becoming complicated day by day, year by year, month by month. Now a few players are caught in this alleged bio bubble protocol. And how? What was the source of this information? Believe it or not, it was pseudo media or known as social media. Well, it does make me a little angry if I look at this because the source was an ordinary individual. in the world. 
domestic world cup competition in the world okay it is but where the ipl has the glamour the bbl or its australian counterpart has the professionalism let's start the match all right so matches between melbourne stars and hobart hurricanes and to let individuals know there are a few individuals from this team who played in that indian competition there are a few players who will not be known i have been following this competition for the past 10 years because this is its 10th year yes Indian players are not a part of this competition though i have been saying that indian players should be allowed to play but why does the indian cricket board not do that simply because they think that this is a competition well it's literally a competition to them if indian players start playing this or if they are allowed to breach that noc then maybe people won't watch the indian version well that's double standards because the indian cricket board literally forces other players to come and play for them they pay in huge numbers means the price they almost treat players like objects as far as the definition of auction is concerned because i don't like the concept of auction as far as buying or selling players concerned this was obviously taken from the nba or nfl which the tournaments which happen in usa now let's start as riley meredith bowls to andre fletcher and the first ball has been edged past a vacant slip for four so melbourne stars begin on a high note and remember who are the common players a few people will connect with andre fletcher yes he's played for west indies and maybe a few matches for the indian domestic world cup there is marcus tonnes who played for delhi and then marcus tonnes after nearly 14 matches was promoted to open for the delhi team because he was opening for the melbourne team then a few known players are glen maxwell who was criticized because he was paid in huge numbers and yet he didn't perform as far as the performance at that tournament goes another brilliant delivery as this one is yoked out and when it comes to yeah now it's a quite a humorous situation that someone like glen maxwell plays well in this tournament but when it comes to the indian tournament he is averaging 15 as a numbers ever make a difference but he is playing he is the captain of this team he is in control it's his home team he's in home country he's comfortable in that the bio bubble is a part of this but it's still better there are a lot of i think a few indian players could have played raina retired yes dhoni retired yes yuvraj singh this one inside edge beats the stumps and the luck continues for andre fletcher as he moves on to 10 of 3 balls and the score is none for 10 so as i was saying should indian players be allowed to play in this well 
First, the ego of the Indian cricket board has to be diminished. They should be allowed. I would have allowed them. And this was a very close call. It would have gone either way. Goes past the keeper. Dhoni has been kind of semi-retired ever since 2016-17. Yes, he has a contract with the Chennai team that he's going to play with them. But then he is now a freelancer. He can play with any team. So why not allow if Afghanistan allows Rashid Khan to play because Afghanistan literally doesn't even play any match. If you look at this, Afghanistan doesn't even play as this ball is a high bouncer but called a wide. So Afghanistan doesn't play too many international matches, 20 overs, 50 overs or any of them. And Rashid Khan plays for Adelaide in Australia and Hyderabad in India. And if you ask these players, which team would they choose? Well, you, you could put a gun on their head literally and say, play for Hyderabad, not for Adelaide. But will we ever we see two top teams, let's say Perth Scorchers versus Mumbai Indians, if we're going by, by those names. Yes, Mumbai has won five times, but teams like Sydney and this time is at an edge. Yes, Fletcher's luck runs out as he edges this one. And interestingly, there is no DRS in the in this competition because of the cost factors associated with DRS. But we'll come to that later on as the wicket falls. All right. Okay. So, edged and a good catch taken. So, the luck runs out. Couple of inside edges past the wicket slip and well, the question will be, was there a bump ball? No, it went straight to the keeper. There was an appeal. The umpire said, you're gone. So, Andre Fletcher goes for 10. It's 1 for 11. All right. Let's continue with this very interesting story. So let's continue with, should Indian players be allowed to play in this tournament? Well, this tournament is already a few years old. That is well known. But if you ask me, yes, Indian players should be allowed to play in this particular tournament. But that's a, that's a debate which has been going on for years and not everybody will agree to this because there is a presumption that the Indian version is more professional and so much is happening. But we can you know discuss that for years to come. That is the Indian version more professional or not. That Let that be laid, laid to rest. I think I have seen more tournaments. That is glamour here. The time is spent on the sport, not on external things like strategic timeout and a 20-minute break between two innings. That's too long a break. And teams taking nearly two hours to complete a 20 overs. Well, that's something that, that is indiscipline. And I've seen that throughout the tournament. We praise the Indian cricket board for organizing that. Well, I will praise the Australian cricket board to organize that in their own country. That is a bigger deal. 
but it's a controversial thing but we all love that so let's continue talking controversies because that's how the cookie crumbles so let's continue this semi controversial match all right now let's get back to the match we all ready the first over is done and johan botha is into the attack those who don't know who is johan botha he was a former south african player now an australian citizen playing for the australian team he came out of retirement to specially play for this tournament but we can get into that later on all right let's see as we get ready we'll just take a couple of minutes before i start the second over so the australian this is match number 23 and they have this very unique system of power surge and substitutes x factor power surge means that we all know in 20 overs in now in sports there is this concept of power plays where six overs the fielders are restricted inside the circle not too many outside the 30 yard or the 25 yard circle depending on the nature of the match it's 50 overs 20 overs women's match men's tournament it's 10:45 depending on those minor things right okay let's continue with the match Both are gets ready, so one point two overs, one for eighteen, and Stoinis had probably hit a six, so going at thirteen and a half runs per over. Well, I do like this. I mean, I have enjoyed this tournament. It happens quickly. No time is wasted. A twenty over match is supposed to be completed in three hours or maximum three hours twenty minutes, and they don't breach that. talking about breach indian players breaching protocols now from nowhere a photo of kohli and hardik pandya turns up who went shopping for whatever person reasons it wasn't reported it's a month old incident or breach of protocol kohli is back home he is self isolating at home pandya is back home so there's no point sanctioning them now but should the indian players be sanctioned suspended five players i think they should not be first of all the source of the information of this alleged protocol breach is itself dubious so first the alleged dubious situation this time it's cut away and it's gone for four as nick larkin 
gets on the back foot and Johan Botha's first over hasn't gone according to plan. It was short of the back foot and that's sped away to the boundary for a four. And the best part about this is there are crowds. And of course, as far as the Brisbane test and quarantine is concerned, well, should we feel for the players or should we not feel for the players for quarantining themselves? Well, one school of thought says yes. There's a two says that if they weren't interested, they shouldn't have come for the tour, as a lot of players have opted out of tournaments. But now the fact that they have come, then it means only one thing: that they're here to stay. They will have to live by the rules, whatever be the situation. They will have to go by the rules set by the respective governing bodies and the state governments and all that that is happening. So yeah, I mean, it's a difficult thing. Should one feel for the players or should one not feel for the players? I think maybe we should. So I, if I was in, if I was the governing body. I'm not, but if I was the governing body, well, I am still the governing body. As far as this is concerned, I would say it's fine. The source is dubious. I wouldn't take the source seriously at all. I would say it's fine. No need to get too carried away by all this sort, by all this situation. No need to be influenced. I would say it's fine. They broke. They didn't break any protocol because this because the individual who the, who said those things itself had lied. So I would let it go. I would say fine. Doesn't it's fine. It's not a very big deal. But then one doesn't know what people have in mind. So let's just wait. Nothing you can do about it. It's all a waiting game now. It's all about a waiting game. What are the two governing bodies thinking? They should take a decision by now. They can't wait because there's only a couple of days left before the match starts. So I would just say let it go. I would say just let it go. So as we get ready, two point one overs. One for twenty-two. Stoinis on strike. Blacken. Stoinis, who impressed in the domestic tournaments, surprise, and there are a few surprises. Do you all remember this player called Matt Renshaw? Australia right now, as far as that test match is concerned, have opening problem. They don't have settled openers. They have literally burned Joe Burns, and he's back to playing for. Uh, Brisbane Heat. He plays for them. So there are a few good openers who could have been drafted into the team. There's Matt Renshaw, the guy is 23. He can bowl. So I don't even know what is the trouble. But that's something which we will never, never know what is in the mind of the selectors. We think they are flexible by having a few individuals. Or we think they are rigid by not selecting others' form and 
this player hasn't played these many matches. We are so reliant upon their domestic numbers. Natarajan, for example, hasn't played domestic matches. On the other hand, Shalul Thakur may play and he may provide that batting all-rounder thing. Of course, the whole thing around Rohit Sharma is now becoming a joke, right? But that's something we can keep debating about and there is no answer to it. As we get ready, 2.5 overs, 1 for 22. After this, we'll be taking a short break. So it's almost a maiden over Westcott Boland, a former Australian player, I would say. Still an active player, but discarded by the Australian team. As doesn't have a maiden, Three gone, one for 23. It's time to take a short break. We are back live as we get ready. Three overs, one for 23. Let's get into that mode of discussion. It's such a brilliant debate, right? about who should play, who should not play. As we get ready for the third over, this match started around 10.30 and in around 20 minutes, less than 20 minutes, just over 20 minutes, they have completed three overs. Yes, even in the Indian version, they do. But as soon as the strategic timeout and whatnot comes, which the Lanka Domestic World Cup tried to copy, the match becomes two hours. As Nathan Ellis, another fast bowler, comes, we get excited by these fast bowlers every time they come, they bowl at 150 and okay, yeah. But then the question comes, can they do this bowling for 15 overs in a day, 20 overs in a day and all that test versus ODI versus 20 over debate, which is, I find it very immature, but that's the way it is. And then we give so much importance to Brett Lees and Megras. They are good players, but for me, they were always fringe. As we get ready for the second ball of the fourth over, Nathan Ellis running in, bowling over 150 to Stoinis, who once again tries to cut, but straight to the keeper. There are a few individuals, apart from Stoinis, Maxwell, then Nicholas Puran also, who was known for taking that good catch in that tournament. Now, Australia has 120 over domestic tournament, they have a 50 over and they have their five-day matches. What puzzles me is why does India have two 20-over domestic tournaments? Because I don't see the point of having that 
Sayyid Mushtaq Ali Trophy. It's a waste of time. Nobody gives importance to it. This time he's cut away and that's cut away past point. No one moved an inch and it's gone to the boundary for four. Astronis just leaps on the front foot and has smacked it away. A good shot, a very good shot by Marcus Toynis, a good player. One for 27. In 3.3 overs. This time, that's cut away, short, wide, and it's a six. He went back and across that Marcus Toynis. And this one reached into the boundary for a beautiful six. What a shot. The first bar, the first ball was not too short. This time it was short, wide, of the back foot. The shorter boundaries into the ground. And this match is happening, I suppose, at Hobart, Bluntstone Arena. This is happening in Tasmania, in fact. Sorry, my, my bad. How many runs can the Melbourne Stars get? They are not the former champions. Melbourne renegade the former champions. As we get ready, this time he, he defends. A solid defensive shot, 3.5 overs, 1 for 33. So 10 runs from this over so far. As we get ready for the final ball of the fourth over, this time he flicks it away and this will be cut off for two runs, ends the over, four gone, one for 35. So let's continue this alleged breach of protocol discussion. Well, it does make me a little annoyed that we have such discussion in the first place. And the, which is a better tournament is something that we can debate for the rest of our lives. But the best part about this tournament is, is that it starts on time, it ends on time. There is a lot of discipline as far as the tournament is concerned. And there are no complications. There are no, nothing like that happens. But that's how it is. As we get ready, Meredith, Riley Meredith appeals, doesn't work. One for 36, 4.2 overs, strongest on 20. 
of 14 deliveries and this one he plays it away over the fielder and this and the longer boundaries means that he will have to settle for two runs the ball is fielded by darcy short who is darcy short this guy played with played in that tournament we all know that it's 11 hours as meredith bowls to sonis appeal but this time it's going down leg fast delivery but missing leg by a long margin as he's bowling He's bowling those in swingers into the left pad, and Stonis is standing outside leg, and this one was sliding. The interesting part is this tournament doesn't have what one calls the DRS because it's a contract between the broadcasters and the governing body, and maybe the broadcasters are not willing to put in money for it, which is why they think the Indian tournament. is slightly better this time he pulls no fielder over there but it will be cut off at the mid wicket boundary as they come back for two runs so the ball got big on him and he was only able to sustain two runs and as far as the players playing in those well this could have been a great opportunity for someone like ms dhoni to get a contract he anyways nearing 40 he can play for he could have played a few matches he could have been that marquee player they could have been yuvraj singh who is also nearing 40 raina who is still young compared to what the definition of young is in sports this time larkin pulls and this will be taken a good delivery ends the over meredith gets a wicket stars and bit of travel between maxwell will join and we will see some fun happening it's 2 for 39 hmm for 39 let me just read out those ironical lines which was said by this individual and then later on it was revealed that he was kidding a social media fan post by a social media post by a fan sparked concern on saturday with the australian cricket board or cricket australia hinting at a possible breach of biosecurity protocols by five indian players well the important words here are a social media post by a fanatic it's not something that can be seen as gossip it's not truth social media is of the liars for the liars by the liars it's all about that as the power surge the power play over ends as we know there are four overs of power play 
right it in fact that was a no ball no that's not a no ball how is that a no ball that is not a no ball that's a controversial if they're calling it a no ball and how is that a no ball okay in fact was they were checking the no ball all right it was the catch the previous replay being shown it bounced on his mouth which means they will have to change the ball taken by team david they may have to change the ball because it hit him on his mouth when the players can't stop balls hitting on their mouth should they be allowed not to take catches or should they drop the catch because it was on his mouth lakan departs it's 2 for 39 of course the indian players were without masks and they will have to train separately to prevent any interaction with other players but first this whoever this individual was who created this controversy said that the players hugged them or a certain player hugged them and thanked them for footing the bill well i'm sure nobody wants anybody else to foot the bill that is absolute nonsense and then he said i never went near them so then why are we in this situation let's just forget it because it was anyways on social media which is a gospel of lies it's of the liars for the liars by the liars as five and a half overs have been 5.4 overs have been completed so far it's 2 for 40 maxwell comes in and of course his comparison with his performance in the indian domestic competition carries on forever that doesn't end but let's see what happens as maxwell defends sandeep lameshane one of the few players to actually play for nepal he is around 20 years of age now he was he was a former player of melbourne stars he was in quarantine and i think this term quarantine is not becoming a joke why don't you just rename it house but what would be just call it detention like uh students are detained for bad behavior on one hand there is doping on other hand there is this bio bubble protocol yes the cricket boards are working hard to make sure that players don't get infected or fall ill but after a while it is it becomes a joke as six overs completed 2 for 42 that's the way it is and there is nothing anyone can do about it and which really makes me very angry so this ends episode number 308 on the 4th of january 2021 a special live commentary episode of the australian 20 over domestic competition melbourne stars versus hobart hurricanes and all the controversies surrounding the breach of protocols and whether it was supposed to be taken as truth or just ignored that depends on the two governing bodies so thank you for watching this episode i will be back for the next episode